You're listening to the Zipline Logistics Truck Yeah! podcast, where we explore all kinds of hot topics in the logistics industry. Get ready to learn, laugh, and get your freight on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Zipline Logistics podcast. My name is Jesse Jewett. Joined with me, as always, our Director of Training and Development, Teddy Lee Knox. Teddy, good afternoon. Good afternoon. You can't start laughing before we even start recording, okay? <laughs> yes, I can. That's fair enough. Fair enough. And you did. I did. Yeah. Oh, our special guests hopping in early. <laughs> Hold your horses here. Let me get through the intros. Teddy, how are we doing today? I'm great. Thank you. How are you? Wonderful, wonderful. We're recording on a Monday afternoon special episode yep. uh, of our podcast here. Joining with us today, we have Eric Harmon, the VP slash business director of an Encova Insurance. Did I say that right? You got it, man. Welcome. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. We're glad to have you. Tell us about Encova and your role day to day. Yeah, sure. So we are a regional mutual insurance company. Um, we write all kinds of insurance, primarily for business. 75% of what we do is commercial insurance. Okay. Uh, workers' compensation is the biggest part of it. And then auto property liability umbrella insurance for a wide range of, uh, a wide array, excuse me, of industries. But cool. we operate very much adjacent to the logistics industry. So uh, Teddy tapped me on the shoulder and said, hey, what you do, which is insurance, is, I'm not sure it's interesting, but she said you'd be great. <laughs> so here I am. Insurance, it's certainly applicable to business, to trucking, mm-hmm. to everybody. Yeah, right? I, I, I think... Um, you know, for the general public, uh, you know, insurance is the beginning of a, a snooze fest. But um, yes, for for the financial world to go around, for the logistics world to go around, insurance certainly plays a big part of it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think it's only Ooh. a snooze fest because no one understands it, especially when you think about like what I used to do on a day to day, like a claim, getting insurance involved that way. Mm-hmm. It was so confusing. So people just tended to like zone out because they don't understand yeah, I think that's kind of the um, it's it's why I fell in love with it. I mean, if you told me as a finance major in college that insurance is going to be your career, I'd tell you you're crazy. I'd never had an interest. There's a really funny story about you know how I got in this business, telling the president of the company at the time I had no interest in insurance, and here I am 14 <laughs> years later and uh, have a staff and um, really really have, have fallen in love with it because it's so different day to day and. The contracts we read, the uh, coverage we provide, um, again, just it, it provides a, a financial backbone to give companies the confidence they need to enter into various uh, business deals. How do you two know each other? Let's get, let's get that out of the way first. <laughs> so Eric was best man at my wedding. <laughs> yeah, I've known your husband since we were in the fifth grade. So we both have three girls. Teddy and Jay have three girls. And we've got uh, my wife and I have three lovely girls that are uh, becoming good friends. So. Uh, we've known each other a long, long time. Yes, we have. That's awesome. All right. So my insurance background or my insurance knowledge is I pay insurance monthly, yearly, whatever. And theoretically, if something bad happens, said insurance is going to replenish me. So the most basic concept of insurance is this uh, idea of indemnification or, you know, it's simpler said, making you whole. Um, so 
whether that's, you know, you know, to, to kind of use your simple example, I think, you know, homeowners insurance is the easiest kind of basic concept to it. You know, you lose part of your home because of a fire or tree falls on it, what have you, we will pay to rebuild that part of your home. That that's the, section. Correct. <laughs> so we are not here to take your hundred thousand dollar ranch and turn it into a two million dollar palace when you have a, a, a right loss. it is truly to put you back where you were had the loss not occurred so we and we we carry that concept across all of these lines of coverage so uh for an injured worker uh to to pay their wages and and their associated medical uh benefits or claims uh that that's part of the workers comp coverage and you know from an auto perspective if you are at fault and banging to the back of somebody we're here to pay for their medical coverage damage to your vehicle damage to the vehicle that you hit and um any other liability that would extend out of that circumstance very cool okay good overview we deal specifically or primarily with what we call cpg shippers customers etc consumer package goods so snack food companies food and beverage companies sure Anything you can buy at a store. In that scenario, we have a shipper, a place where we pick up the freight, yeah. a receiver, a place where we deliver it, a trucking company that we contract to move said freight. Who would you insure or who who gets insurance out of all of those three? Yeah. Hint, hint, I think it's everybody. It, correct. Yeah, <laughs> you're exactly right. So all three people or all three parties in that arrangement require different insurance, right? So if you're the, let's back you up even one step further to somebody, you know, we, we deal a lot with manufacturers. That's a segment we play and operate in. And actually, I, I'm working on a food products manufacturer in, out of Louisville today, even. Um, so that product, the production of that product, when you put it out into the market or you sell it to other companies for their use, requires liability coverage. So if you, you know, make somebody sick down the road, well, that, you know, from a, a legal standpoint, follows its way back to the, the original manufacturer. So the manufacturers need it. The shippers need it. They've got mm -hmm. trucks on the road. They're carrying goods that belong to others. So they have the need for cargo insurance or yep. uh, various, you know, other ins insurance for those goods that are aboard their vehicles that they're loading and unloading um, as they're picking up and delivering uh, those goods. Um, and then the auto liability that comes with that as well for those logistics firms, the trucks. We, we don't operate in that space a mm -hmm. whole lot. We, we do the wholesalers, the distributors. Um, so look, look to your local Encova agent for that. There's my little plug. <laughs> um, so, but uh, the trucking insurance is a highly, highly specialized um, area for firms that specifically, you know, we, we call it for hire trucking. And we, we try to stay out of that arena, generally speaking, because it's so high hazard. And while that may seem weird that, you know, hey, there's somebody on a podcast about logistics talking and telling the world that, hey, you know, I, we don't write trucking insurance. But I think part of what we'll get into is is why that is. It's, it, it is a highly, highly specialized line of coverage and a mm -hmm. product to place. And it's highly, highly expensive yeah. for those uh, third party, those those for hire trucking operations, those logistics firms. That makes sense. So some of the folks that we who oversee our our business, our industry, uh, the DOT, the Department of Transportation, and the FMCSA, Federal Motor man. Carrier Safety Association. Right. Well done. Nailed it right <laughs> off the bat. They have requirements, right? Our tax dollars at work, baby. There you go. <laughs> minimum auto liability of a million dollars, minimum cargo liability of $100,000, and equipment that's no more than 10 years old. Mm -hmm. That's the minimum requirement. That's the minimum requirement. That's okay. correct. Okay. Is that enough, Eric? Ooh, 
that's the million dollar question, quite literally. <laughs> um, you know, like I said, um, so that's a, it's a very complex question. So there's a couple schools of thought. Um, you know, you can kind of look at your asset base as an organization, and you know, depending on what what your asset versus your liability mix is, could help determine what an appropriate limit of liability is. Because here's the bottom line: it's inevitable. It's not if it's going to happen for a a, a shipping company. It's it's when, unfortunately. Just I mean, we've all been on roadways around Central Ohio here. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. people mm-hmm. are flying and it's busy and, you know, especially for these truckers that are on the road over significant distances and for significant amounts of time, it's easy for an accident to happen. And unfortunately, yeah. when you get a big truck rolling, uh, carries a lot of liability potential with it because the, the, the catastrophic nature of those accidents is so significant. Right. Um, so, you know, unfortunately, when someone is involved in an auto accident and they're at fault, I mean, it can run in the several millions of dollars to adjust that claim and get it paid for and get yourself dismissed from a jury situation that's inevitably coming. Right. So, um, I, I mean, for instance, we just had a situation with a, a construction risk in southern Indiana last year where horrible situation. Our, our guy didn't see a motorcyclist. This poor guy uh, pulled out in front of him. Motorcyclist put the bike down. The guy unfortunately passed. I mean, he's, he's like all of us. He's got three kids. A wife makes, you know, a decent living. And $6 million later, yeah. I, you know, and Cova's out out significant funds, which is fine. That's why we're here. That's mm-hmm. you know, that's from an insurance perspective. That's you know, we are here to pay claims, and we're here to you know, our old CEO used to say we're here for when bad things happen to good people, mm-hmm. and that's that's really the the entire you know, um, I don't know, the non financial aspect of why we're here as an right. insurance carrier. Go ahead. Jenny. I think that's a really good point, and I think that's why it says minimum so many times and i mean jesse you and i dealing with claims firsthand with customers it is pre-market value of what we're claiming against just the product alone right and sometimes that is not enough either because people need people need their stuff people need their bottled water their diapers (laughs) things like that yeah i know we've talked about it before i get irrationally upset when the um, Teddy Grahams are not stocked in for my kids' snacks. And that stuff makes a big difference. And our customers know that. Well, there's an element of the timing and the Mm -hmm. requirements, right? We've talked about this on many episodes (laughs) of our Truck Yeah podcast, (laughs) just delivering into these major retailers, right? Mm -hmm. We have to hit these um, metrics to ensure that we are partnering with them correctly, right? So we... At Zipline, there's minimums that are required by the DOT and the FMCSA. There you go. <laughs> and there's even more required by Zipline. Yes. So Zipline goes above those three examples that you gave earlier. So we have no history of fraud. So we actually are digging into these carriers to make sure that there is no fraud. Um, we want to make sure they have experience shipping into these retail facilities so they understand the importance of it. They understand to take the right routes, avoiding low bridges or, you know, very mountainous areas to avoid shifts. Um, we have GPS tracking capabilities so that way we can see where the product is at all times. So we can actually note if there's going to be a delay or if there's an issue and handle the claim accordingly right then and there. Consistent check-ins and on-time performance. So again, when we're dealing with claims, it is all about the products. But it's really important to understand insurance totally mm-hmm. and how it works. And Eric, I think your example is really perfect there is, you know, when we're dealing with claims, it's my product didn't deliver. Mm-hmm. You know, that's nothing compared to someone, you know, like losing a family member or having an issue on the road. And understanding that from the start is really important for people to understand why insurance is there. 
What's up, truckers? This little ad break is to let you know that Zipline Logistics will be attending Natural Products Expo East this year. If you haven't heard of it, Expo East is a trade show where CPG brands can network with the best healthy lifestyle buyers on the East Coast, and it's taking place in Philadelphia, PA on September 21st through 23rd, 2023. You know, Zipline exclusively serves CPG shippers, so we continuously attend and sponsor trade shows like this because it's a great way to support and invest in our customers and the CPG community as a whole. We'll be set up at booth number 2532 and serving free breakfast every single morning and hosting a free happy hour on the 21st and 22nd. So come by and see us or let us know if you'll be at the show on LinkedIn at Zipline Logistics. Absolutely, Teddy. I mean, and and truthfully, you know, these couple bullets you have here, the things like, um, you know, having GPS, having, you know, cameras in cabs to, you know, and it's, it feels like big brother to a lot of drivers, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, it's there for, it's there for their own protection as, as an individual representing that company, forward facing, um, uh, cameras, rear facing cameras, all that stuff is so expensive to not only install, implement, maintain, train your drivers on, right. but it's it's an absolute necessity for a lot of to, to even qualify for a lot of insurance programs. So, you know, it, it's it's a big reason why insurance specifically and shipping costs have gone up so significantly. And we're all feeling it, you know, at the, at the grocery store, at the pump, where you know, wherever. Mm-hmm costs are through the roof and you know it, it, this drives certainly some of that it, it's it, it's expensive to run a business and, mm-hmm. and especially a professional business where you're going to invest in your people invest in the safety of your drivers and in the quality delivery of uh, getting things where they need to go on time and you mentioned you don't you no longer insure trucking companies correct so yeah it's it's and again it's it's a little weird you know being on a, a logistics podcast when we don't write trucking we in in my bosses that may or may not listen to this that we do not <laughs> write trucking and they'll they'll <laughs> appreciate that but again so much of what the insurance that we do write has these same exposures, which is why I'm passionate about it. And why when yeah. Teddy and I were, were talking about, you know, how I could maybe, you know, contribute today, um, you know, there, there's hopefully some passion in my voice around it. It's, you know, the firms that these construction companies have big, big, you know, whether it's concrete trucks or dump trucks or what have you over the road um, every day, electricians that are coming to your house and then flying around the block and going to Teddy's and then, you know, coming, coming into your office to, to work, you know, there's trucks on the road of all sizes, shapes and, yeah. uh, wholesale distributors have that similar exposure. I mean, I could go on and on. Um, but, uh, so it's, it's something that while, you know, yeah, for third party for hire trucking, we, we don't get involved with, we are certainly in the ball game. Mm-hmm. I think that's so important too. Another thing that I've learned through the claims I've dealt with over the last 11 years is that there are not to be mean, but there are a lot of loopholes in insurance. You know, like basically when you're looking at a claim, everyone's getting the information together to put the story together. And I've noticed a lot of, I guess, loopholes, gray area, something between carrier insurance that, you know, I guess keeps them liable. So it's so important for the shipper for the customer, for the receiver to have that insurance as well so they can actually get back what they need. So it's not just, oh, the carrier has insurance. That's great. That is great. They need it. But so do you. The right kind of insurance is key. Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll explain that a little bit in that if you're, a, if you're a motor carrier and you are maybe sloppy on some of these, you know, what I'll call controls, you know, around drivers and, and safety and what have you, and you have claims, maybe you have the big pop and, you know, you have a fatality or you have several, you know, we look at the the, the DOT and the FC, 
FMCSA. We'll get there. What they they do provide is is some good data on you know when you see a truck pulled over on the side of the road and they're being inspected, that data gets dumped into a database where a lot of insurance carriers can watch basically how you perform. If you if you're a carrier with a lot of violations, that your your insurance costs are going to go up, and you know or you may not qualify at all in certain cases. So and Teddy, what what you were alluding to there is not not all insurance is created equal is kind of what I I tell my my clients. And, um, you know, I guess what I mean by that is there's certain conditions, certain exclusions, certain language that from carrier to carrier can um, can be different. And that's why it's it's, you know, and and the the harder you get to insure, the tighter those conditions get, the more exclusions start showing up, the lower your limit that that a carrier is willing to roll out to you is going right. to be. So for, you know, the logistics firms listening that that have trucks on the road, that's why it's absolutely imperative that you you spend time, spend resource, spend money in that area to protect yourself. Cause it, it's, it's gonna, if you, if you can't buy insurance or, you know, I've seen companies where literally, you know, on average, you should spend anywhere from two to 5% of your revenue on your insurance. I've seen some trucking auto related companies. I've, there's a tower that comes to mind in my past. They're paying about 33% of their annual revenue in auto in umbrella insurance. That's absurd. And that that that's taken money out of their drivers' pockets. It's yeah. taken money out of the owners' pockets. It's taken money out of maintenance. And it's taken money out of all these other things. Where if they they invest in this stuff, mm-hmm. not only are their drivers going to be better protected, their business is going to run smoother. Because even though we're indemnifying you when we pay a claim, it's highly disruptive to have claims. It you got a trucks off the road. Yeah. You've got you know a section of your building that's down because you you know we're sloppy getting getting it maintained. What have you? It's disruptive to your business. So yeah. you know, and that's one key principle in in, in COVA. It's not just a about the premium you're paying, but we we try to partner with companies to r- reduce your overall cost of risk is the concept that we, we talk about. We have safety and loss control consultants that consult directly with safety folks from these organizations that we work with. And, and we try to not only, yes, provide a product that fulfills contracts and, you know, we'll pay claims when, when losses occur, but we truly try to in, ingrain ourselves with the business to I- improve their day-to-day operations, improve the safety of their associates. I think that's so important too, because it's similar, like we won't put a certain value product on LTL. We make sure we use the right mode and the right truck for every specific customer. It's not like, oh, you're CPG, here you go. You can do this. We look at that customer specifically to do exactly what you're saying and, you know, hopefully avoid some issues. Or if the issue happens, make sure that customer is covered, make sure we know what to do so we can jump right into that process and keep it smooth so we don't have a huge issue that we're dealing with while trying to convince the customer that everything's still okay and then have to go into doing a replacement shipment. I like the fact that both groups here, you mentioned the people that you work with, and certainly we do this on a day-to-day basis, is planning ahead, Mm -hmm. talking about things that we can do, control the controllables, right? You do all that stuff on the front end, the back end issues that arise are going to be much more easy to deal with, theoretically. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there's problems, but... They should be easier to deal with. They should be easily solvable. Um, and everyone's going to come away feeling like it was a partnership versus just, oh, yeah, we had an insurance claim and this guy got all the money on them back. And that's no that's no fun. You become far easier to defend as a 
uh, client when you do the right things day in, day out. Yeah. And I, I tell my team, I tell my kids, you, you earn trust a drip at a time. You, you, <laughs> you know, when, when something happens and, you know, a large loss inevitably occurs, because that's, again, that's what we're in the business mm-hmm. to do and take care of. You've earned equity with me for every other little thing you've done right up until now. So, you know, for instance, that that account I referenced or that 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 large uh, auto fatality in, in southern Indiana, we didn't go take their premium through the roof. We didn't non-renew them. We didn't cancel them. That was a, a 20 year employee that something really bad happened. And mm-hmm. so I guess my point is when these these organizations, wholesalers, distributors, um, you know, manufacturers and, and, and for hire hauling companies, when you guys are doing the right thing day in, day out. It matters. It matters come claim time. It matters when you get your um, your driver, your safety person in front of a, a judge and a jury, and you're trying to explain mm-hmm. what happened. Um, if you've got those safety and, and loss controls in place, it's gonna it's gonna get you out of that claim a whole lot faster, and it's gonna mitigate your your financial impact. Yeah, that communication is everything, which happens to be one of our values. How about that? That's so great. What do we miss, Teddy? Well, I was going to say, with that, I think you and I did some research, you know, getting ready for this, and we were looking at when these minimums that we were talking about earlier were established, and it looks like they were established in 1982, and it also looks like they haven't changed. Inflation has raised rates a little bit, but overall, these minimums have stayed the same. But if you, I mean, if you compare examples going through the examples that we've given throughout this podcast, it would be very different a couple of years ago to what it is today. As far as what the costs are, the issues, you know, anything that would happen if a claim were to be filed. And I think that that's really interesting because you need to know the right questions to ask. You also need to have the right partner, no matter which situation that you're in, to be able to tell you these things, to be able to be upfront and say, if you aren't doing these steps, you could have a big issue. And you need to be able to listen to that too, which is part of communication. So I think that's really important to understand that. No one actually understands what this is other than maybe you, Eric. (laughs) We need to make sure that people ask the right questions and listen to the answers. Well, and to your point, I mean, you can't rely on the government to keep us all safe as much as maybe some people like to go through life thinking that. Uh, They are not here for necessarily always our best interest. There are other things in play. And to your point, if you I mean, you haven't updated a minimum requirement since 1982. So, you know, we were talking about inflation and the impact it's having on insurance. You can have the same exact accident in 1990. You can, you know, I'll just use a simple, you know, rear end collision. Now, if you're fixing the truck that hit the van in 1990, do we think it costs more or less for that bumper and that paint job in 1990 than it does today? And what's what's been really driving rates over the last, I'll call it 18 to 36 months has been kind of the cycle of inflation we're in. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. we're seeing the same exact claims and, you know, weather's been a little up and down. Um, you know, there's this concept of social inflation that's kind of out there where whether you were at fault truly or not, mm-hmm. that, you know, somebody's got to pay for this because something bad happened to somebody. So we're going after deep pockets. And I mean, we've seen so many claims that I just, my, uh, you know, just your, your blood boils because, you know, there was nothing you're insured necessarily did wrong. There's nothing a carrier did wrong. And, because something bad happened to something that involves their operation, off we go. And, you know, we're talking two, three, four million dollar verdicts in no time where those claims used to be a couple hundred thousand potentially to uh, mitigate and be done with. So um, it's really it's yeah, it's it's been a, a crazy trend. It's it's everywhere, unfortunately. And it's it's why we're all feeling insurance costs go up, um, whether it's home or, or business insurance. 
Well, I was born in 1982, and I'm old as hell, so I'm not <laughs> surprised that things are uh, more expensive now. We are very selective with our carriers. It's an easy transition there after calling myself old as hell. <laughs> we do all the front-end work, just like it sounds like you do, Eric. All right, that's Eric Harmon with Encova Insurance. You can reach out to him on LinkedIn. As always, reaching out to Zipline, 888-GO-ZIPLINE, www.ziplinelogistics.com. Thanks so much for joining us today. We'll see you next time on the Zipline Logistics Podcast. Take care.